How are you getting on? Welcome to... Are we starting? Yeah, we're away. We're away. The next episode of Guilty Judges podcast. Hello, hello. Hey. Good evening. What about you? Good afternoon and good morning. Welcome to... Uh, did you just do the intro there? Ah, sure. Sure, look. This is still the intro. We have a bit of a, a different twist on this one today. Today we're joined by the very special... Sean Murray. Mr. Sean Murray. Oh, boys, what's the crack? How are you getting on? Now, if you thought that Justin had a soothing voice, Sean Murray has an even more soothing voice, so you're in for a treat. <laughs> no pressure, Sean. No pressure at all. He's very soothing hands as well. <laughs> yeah. He is, he is How do you know? The best of oh, the best boys. Sean's looking at his hands like, these bad boys, <laughs> these old hands. Um, Sean is a guitarist, and he's also... What, what are you, Sean? What else do you do? He's a super dep. Jeez, I know what I am. A bit of everything. <laughs> <laughs> this man is a producer? Um, yeah. Yeah? Musical yeah. director? Musical director, um, guitarist, bit of everything. Comedian. Sean, yeah. <laughs> plays, well, he's actually a super sub, super dep for us. He's one of the super steps. Uh, yeah. The fourth man. Yeah, he's 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 a fourth man a lot of the time for yeah, us. The best um, boy, and we've so known him a good couple of years. And now he resides in London. I do. Yeah, the big smoke, the big smoke, indeed. The big scary smoke, the big scary smoke. And sure, film's going over giant him soon. I am indeed. I am indeed. Sure Looking forward to it. We're losing Oops. all the good ones. Why couldn't you leave, Justy? Uh, I'm joking. <laughs> um, but Sean is um, lifting road over in London. Lifting road. And you, how long have you been there now? I'll be there two years in April. Two so years in it. Two years? Yeah. Did you take it over? Where did that time go? I did you know. move at the end of COVID? So I moved in the middle of COVID. In the middle of COVID? It was crazy because it was around the time when Ireland was like still in heavy lockdown. Yeah. But the UK started opening up. So I was like, yeah. Good time. Time to go. Let's get out of Dodge here. And get, get stuck here. <laughs> Let's get out of the car and get over to London. <laughs> so tell us the, a bit of history, like from, uh, you You were playing most before then, yeah? Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 I've, um, I probably played with Heath for the first time. I remember it was in the Oliver Plunkett. Good old Oliver Plunkett, classic. And I want to say maybe four years ago, could or maybe be, more. Could be more. Probably more, actually. Yeah. I just remember getting really excited when he played with us because like, He's fucking good. <laughs> <laughs> We're hanging on to him. He knows all the cards. He knows all the cards <laughs> and all the stuff. Um, so I suppose, what what age were you and kind of how did you get, first get into music? Um, I don't know. I think my dad played guitar. Mm. So there was always music in that in the house. Um, yeah, I was probably like, I want to say seven or eight, maybe well, when I got my first guitar. That's young. Although I could be wrong. I'm getting old My memory isn't too good anymore um, But I remember yeah Starting off on like Acoustic guitar Learning how to play Like Green Day songs A classic on, on acoustic guitar Class. yeah. um, what, then, what, what was your first tune you think We were actually thinking With the, the last podcast we'd done We, yeah. were, we were like uh, Knocking on Evan's door, <laughs> yeah, door. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That, was, that was everyone's first like, Everyone's first song Jeez my first song Can like, you even remember I can't remember my first song, but I have dis- like distinct memories of like Wish You Were Here by Pink oh, Floyd. Oh, yeah. Sweet Child of Mine. Sweet Child of Mine, probably very badly. Um, <laughs> and then, oh, there's a gr- I have a video. Well, I think we have a video somewhere at home of like probably filmed on like a Nokia phone with the first ever camera on it. Oh, yeah. Years ago with me trying to play uh, Wake Me Up When September Ends. Classic. Nice. Boom, boom, nice. boom, 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 boom. <laughs> great album. Uh, great I never album. listened to any of that. You never listened to that album? I, sorry, no. First album I ever bought, American I, Idiot. I hate yeah. Green Day. Do- Dookie, Dookie was Green one of my Day. first albums. Class. Was it? Dookie. Class. Dookie, yeah. Rob, you're missing I hear a banger of an album. Yeah. And no, I, I, I they're, can't. They're definitely to blame for Blink-182 and all that. Yeah, 100%. Opened up all that. But here. Yeah. Great album. Yeah. I was uh, we were chatting about Green Day actually with a few other musicians before about how like a lot of people our age went through that phase of like yeah. playing Green Day songs. Yeah. And it stands to us so much because it taught us like rhythm. Yeah. Like chord shapes. Mm. Like yeah. all the stuff that you... That's why I'm shit. Stuff r- you rely on as, like, a, as, yeah, a, yeah. as a real one musician. Like, like, yeah. 
Yeah. How, how yeah. to hit the drums. <laughs> that's exactly why I'm shit because I never listened to them. <laughs> yeah, he listened to Green Day. He, listened, yeah, yeah. he didn't listen to Green Day. This boy clearly missed out. He, he can't play G properly. Yeah. Um, and then what, did you start gigging soon after that or what? I know. Well, I, I played in a few bands in secondary school. Yeah. A few local East Cork bands. Um, Big shout out to East Cork. <laughs> shout out Klein. Klein Posse. Klein talent. Go on the hurling. Klein's got talent. <laughs> played in played in bands badly, you know, as we all did. But like all that stuff is, you know, you look back in it, they're all your earliest memories of playing music and stuff. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So playing... Like metal songs at farmers markets where you shouldn't <laughs> go in. Like, in a farmers market <laughs> next to a stand of vegetables. Yeah. Get your carrots, get your bread, get your rage against the machine. She's <laughs> <gasps> the lads are very good, aren't they? Lovely. And then <laughs> they're scaring the crows away. No bother. Save off the soft hands. <laughs> Are your hands soft? No, I don't know. <laughs> They're kind of soft, actually. They're nice. I don't know. Um, and then, was it after secondary school? Do I remember you saying that you were gigging in like 60 or property? Do you remember? <laughs> Do you remember the 25th of September? Were you gigging in like secondary school in pubs? Or was it like when you went to college that you started doing that? I started I started gigging in covers bands in 60 year. Yeah? No, 50 year of secondary school. Christ what was what was your first gig? The old oak. Oh, go away yes. with the jabronis. Oh, first gig. That, yeah, first covers gig. That's fairly that's good. That's a good. Start. That's a good first yeah, gig. Jeez, fair play. What, what age are you? Um, He's twenty six. <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah, what age were you? Like How 16, 17? 50 year. 17? 17, 16, 17, yeah. 18. One, one of those. <laughs> <laughs> one of those. <laughs> you think I'd know? <laughs> so um, you, yeah. the jabronis. Yeah, and was great, that regular? Great, great crew. Um, yeah, I ended up being a dep for them for Jesus three years. This is yeah. why Sean is super dep because he's yeah. been doing it for ten years. And to be his fair, first gig was as a dep. Yeah. Yeah. And that's a fairly big band. Well, yeah. a lot yeah. going on. That is, yeah. Like, yeah. yeah, great crew, yeah. great, great musicians, great band. What is um, it? An eight or nine piece? It's a ten, I think. Jesus, yeah, I'd say even all the behind the scenes with <clears> so many people. And things yeah. going on, equipment, gear, like yeah, yeah that's a good yeah. like a lot of work. That's deep end stuff where yeah. it's like yeah. get stuck in. Yeah. Oh, I was great crack. Um yeah, I just remember like the pressure of like, oh you get called for the gig and you're like, Okay, let's do this and then you get the sheet of like forty or fifty songs <laughs> and you're like Do bands play that many songs? <laughs> <laughs> when you play them super, super, super fast, I'm sure. <laughs> <laughs> but it's all medleys and stuff as well, isn't it? Medleys, yeah. Like that was my first ever introduction to like so like I had been playing in um, with other musicians in I did this thing called the Academy yeah. of Pop Music in New York, oh, yeah, yeah. which was brilliant because like you just get band experience with What's other play players. It's, is it kind of like a segue into the degree? Yeah, kind of. Yeah. Where was just, it? Um, in the Cork School of Music. Oh, did you, oh, really? Oh, so when I was in fourth year, transition year, I went into that. So you were in School of Music before you left school. Yeah, Jeez. on the weekends. <laughs> He had, um, he had it completed long before he completed it. <laughs> and then he completed it. And then he did it again. So um, you yeah. went doing that, and then you went to School of Music after school. Yeah, went to School of Music for, for the degree then. Yeah. What was that, the pop music? The pop music degree. Yeah. I, don't, I don't know what any of that means. How did, you, how did you find that? It was good. Yeah. Good. Um, it's good experience. Um, you can be very honest here now. <laughs> you can be very honest. <laughs> Uh, no, it, it genuinely was fantastic. Like I learned a lot. <clears throat> but it's, it's the same as any college experience. There's going to be ups and downs and yeah. Yeah. parts yeah. of it that aren't as good or whatever. But like, you hate it, you love it. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. yeah. What I think with that, like looking back on it, is it's like yeah, it's kind of open up the music school debate thing. But um, it's like you know, you you take what you want from it. Yeah. Like you know, one one month you might be doing a module on like something. That you don't like, mm -hmm. or like musically. Yeah, they cover everything. Like, yeah. yeah, yeah, but but you just dive in and be bad at it. Yeah, and yeah. then I was you may never use it. <laughs> diving in and being bad. Yeah, me you, too. Me too. <laughs> Did you have much of an idea when you were there what where you wanted to end up or what sort of uh work like where, where, where you wanted, wanted to, to go? Yeah, like um, an idea of what you wanted to do when you're coming out of it. A little, uh, I suppose a little bit, but not really at the yeah. same time. I, um, I think. 
when I went in in first year, like my idea of it was like, okay, I'm going to be a session musician, yeah. session mm. guitarist. Yeah, and, yeah, yeah. You know, I'd love to tour the world and yeah, do yeah. all that. But, um, yeah, that, I suppose I'm fortunate that I'm kind of doing a little bit of that. But what I really kind of gravitated towards while I was there, and even kind of before I ever went to college as well, it was like, Ableton and like mm. electronics and yeah. So for anybody who doesn't stuff. know what Ableton is, it's software and software music producing music software. software. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And Shawnee, uh, Shawnee makes loads of. Who who did you you work for? I make synth presets for a company called Reason Studios. Yeah, so um, these, these they're another company that make different software. Oops, sorry. Yeah. I'm so breaking these, the microphone here. <laughs> <laughs> these these presets are used in like songs and like if people are making music, they can buy these presets and download them and use them when in, they're making their own music. Exactly. So you yeah. make the, the stuff that makes it sound good. Yeah. 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 That's like a, <laughs> and that's like a super, that's not, it's a super niche little market. Like it's a... Yeah. 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 I do... Um, what was that? Oh, a broken wee chair. <laughs> <laughs> that's the 30, the 30 stone. 30 years of an arse. <laughs> when you were in Cork and you were gigging here, what made you kind of go, okay, maybe I need to get out of here? Um, like how did you get to that point did you kind of get did you get a, like an itch after a couple of years here and kind of think right or did you know something or was there something like right, I just need to go to London that's where it's at do you know what I think it was a mix of a lot of things um, I think career wise uh, I'd been I've been very fortunate to do a lot of stuff in Cork yeah. like like gigging in covers bands doing the function scene playing with like some originals projects and stuff filled in for the panto yeah. You know, did Last. some musical theatre stuff. Yeah. You know, done a lot of experience and it was yeah. really fun. Um, but a big part of what I really wanted to do was to kind of do more of the music direction kind of stuff. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. I think that was the big thing I remember when you were leaving. Because I think when you were in Cork, everybody knew you as like a depth guitarist, session guitarist. That was your thing. Yeah. But even years ago when you and I were in a band, the cassettes. Yeah. Uh, oh god remember them but I, I I think you must have been 18 or something yeah. and I remember you taking control of the whole room and taking control of every rehearsal and like from then it was so clear that like that was I don't know that was like a, a proper direction for you to go yes yeah. I think when you left Cork I remember you saying I don't really care for doing the guitar work anymore it's mm. like I'll do it when I when I get it but I want to push that yeah and it looks like that's really why, where you're thriving now as well, which is oh, great cheers. Great to see. Mm. Yeah, nice one. Um, what does it entail? Yeah. <laughs> talk, what talk what is this? What is <laughs> musical? What are you directing? Because like, yeah. we, we're like anybody, what's Sean up to? Oh, musical yeah. directing. Yeah. And then we all go, I haven't a fucking clue yeah. what that means. Yeah, yeah, like, yeah. I don't know what that yeah. means. It's like we just done an episode, How to Be a Musician. And it's like, yeah, we can sort of only talk about the route. The, the position took, yeah. we're yeah, in yeah, yeah, as yeah. a covered band yeah. playing in pubs and stuff but yeah there's lots of different areas and fields and yeah, you're in a completely different field and it's like you're still a musician yeah. So yeah. and like, you're, you're working with what, some yeah yeah, yeah. What, what do you actually do and what happens um, I suppose I think the, the role of it now is you take a recorded piece of music so take somebody's music an artist's music mm. and then you reimagine that for a live performance right okay so so do you have to sort out how to make that track sound like as good as it does yeah. live? Yeah. Because obviously there's loads of like cues and clicks and yeah, yeah. tracks well, used live. So are you actually like pla planning out a full <coughs> show, lights, where things happen, like it does it go to that extent? Or is or it just is the music side? Mostly the music side, yeah. but the funny thing about it is the music side is actually, is the easier side of the job. Yeah. But it's the logistics and the organization is the challenging part. Yeah. So let's say you're working with an artist and they're like, okay, I want to do, I'm playing a headline show in this venue in two months' time. Yeah. Um, we want to put together a show. Yeah. So you have to be like, okay, what's the capacity of the venue? So what kind of size show is it going to be? What's yeah. what's the band? What, what sort of show does the artist want to do? Mm -hmm. And you have to like factor in all of these things, cost, budget, rehearsals, um, time yeah yeah. my time artist time preparation time you have to factor a whole thing in, mm. um, and basically kind of plan out the plan of action yeah, yeah. to make it happen um, 
So you have to factor all that in first, and only when you know all that can you be like, okay, now I need to dive into the music and make this happen. I've right. just realized I will never do that. <laughs> <laughs> but how how did you know that there was how did you know that there was so much more? Like were you just thrown in the deep end? Or were you thinking, cool, I'll put the show together and then when I, when an artist did hire you, you were like, oh, I need to do all of this other stuff as well. Uh, did you kind of learn as you went along or? 100%. I mean, I'll put my hand up and say, when people say like, oh, I'm a music director, like I am figuring a lot of this out. <laughs> <laughs> like, yeah. It's, but that's it. Like, you learn on the job. Like, experience. It's, yeah, it's in it. the field. Like, yeah. That's what we were saying yeah. in the last podcast as well. You learn so much out there actually doing things yeah. rather than saying, yeah, you're saying yes and then fucking yeah, yeah. Now, trying to jump over hurdles when <laughs> yeah, you're coming yeah, yeah. to the yeah <laughs> granted like yeah. Sean has a ridiculous amount of experience when it comes to um, the technical side of music yeah. producing I'd say and, like though this is the thing you are like you know lots about different fields like you know a lot about every, yeah. everything so it's yeah. e- e- easy yeah. for you to implement yeah. you know, you've certain ex- things like you have experience in yeah. gigging recording producing and like then musical directing, I feel like that's a lot of everything thrown into one. Mm. Yeah, yeah. I think yeah, I think a music director is like you have to have a good, um, what would you say, knowledge of yeah. a lot of things, a good general knowledge of it. Mm. Like, yeah, yeah. And like but, when the when the gig comes up, then are you like, is it the case of when a song starts, it all the tracks have to be there, and anything like, like what does what happens? When you go to a gig, like if the first song, are you on, are you playing or are you off the stage? It depends on the project again. So if you go back to say like, take that scenario where you're working with an artist to putting together a show. Yeah. um, It's kind of your, sometimes your job to put together the band and the musicians as well that will be playing that show. So um, sometimes you may be playing in the band. Yeah. Or sometimes you, you. you won't. So like yeah. what I call that is like internal MDing and external Ooh. MDing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, I've no idea if people use those terms, but I just don't <laughs> yeah, yeah. think of it anyway. I like it. We're gonna we're gonna patent that or patent that right now. <laughs> Sean Murray, internal and external MDing. Um and I suppose for people who don't fully understand or who who don't fully know about this kind of thing, like when we say tracks and that kind of stuff, can you just go into detail a little bit about that and like clicks yeah. and backing tracks and whatever? So, yeah, once you start building a show, I use the Ableton Live software yeah. um, on the laptop. And what I do is you, yeah, tracks are basically backing track elements from the studio record. Yeah. So mm-hmm. I know like a lot of people in the past, especially older musicians are like, oh, backing tracks are cheating and stuff. But yeah, in reality now, they've become such an important part of music. So, it's the future. Yeah. What I do is I take the stems from a record and then I figure out, okay, what can the band do live? What are stems? The, sorry, stems are... <laughs> this is for me because I don't know what <laughs> yeah, stems yeah, are. I, I don't know. <laughs> he said stems. I was like, like a, like a flower? <laughs> <laughs> so when you finish up recording a song, yeah. that's, you know, everybody hears a song just as a mixed song, but you can split out... The all elements like, of okay. the song. Everything so separate. Like, so the bass track, the guitar track, the exactly, vocal track, exactly, the exactly. keys, everything separate. Yeah. yeah. So when you are working with an artist, you'd request the stems from them or the producer that they've worked with and then you get all the tracks individually. So ah, you have you. control yeah. over the song yeah. for the live scenario then. So once I have all that material, I like lay it out in the software and then, yeah, figure out what will be played live. Okay. What can be played live. Yeah. And that's the other challenge because a lot of modern music Features a lot of stuff that wasn't created by playing it. An instrument, yeah. yeah programmed yeah, yeah. and, you know, synth synth stuff. Yeah. And, yeah. and is most of the stuff that you use, like the stems that you use um, for live shows, are they things that can't be played on instruments? Not necessarily. Um, if it's something really programmed and something like really intricate and would be very difficult to play live. Electronic, really, like, yeah. Yeah. I would keep that on a track then. Okay. Mm. Um, yeah, or if it's like a really integral part of the song. So yeah. like, you, yeah, you take the stems and you figure out what's going to be played live, what's going to be on the track, and then you use the track elements to fill in the gaps of okay. what's not on stage. Oh, gotcha. okay. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So a big one is like, if you've got a drummer playing drums, mm. um, they'll play the drum part. But on modern records, there's like so many more 
percussion elements. Yeah. So yeah. Like yeah. Little subtle things that are actually really important to a song. And if you yeah. take them away, uh-huh. they yeah. won't feel the same. Yeah. People won't dance the same, you know. Yeah. So you use the laptop then to yeah. add percussion um, or to add... And Whatever, how, you know. And how it all is it all, it's obviously triggered by let's say the drummer or somebody in the band like starts the track, it goes to their in ears. Yeah. Everybody knows what's going on so on, on stage. In ears are like headphones you wear during headphones. a gig. Headphone monitoring. That, yeah. Yeah. So you can hear everything that's going on. Yeah. yeah. So the band hears it all. Yeah. Well yeah, it's out front. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Um that's a big thing actually to to talk about because I suppose when we play, we don't use any monitor, in ear monitors. No, we, no, we use the loudest fucking <laughs> monitor. We just we just use one monitor and it's mine. Two monitors on either side of the ear. Just like <laughs> pumping up to ten. ten. Do you know it was bad actually? You're a thirtieth one when the first band that played like it was it was none of E like it was none of E that we yeah. we started the night so, with. Yeah. So it was all it was. I think it was the lads from the old moderns and one or two. Like, were you? You were playing at the start, were you? Not at the start, no. No, I was hiding. It was, <laughs> I think, it was Killian, Peter Piggott, um, Adam O'Mahony, and Isaac Higgins or something. But I, I, I was just we started and they were like, "Jesus Christ, turn that down! It's so loud. I can't, I can't hear myself." And I was like, "What?" And I think it just kind of dawned yeah. then, like, oh, "This is really loud. Maybe I should use in ears." Rob's, Rob's on stage monitor is always. Louder than the front of house. <laughs> it actually cut out last night, and everyone was like, "What, what happened? happened? Where's yeah. it gone?" I thought the fucking when the monitor went out, geez, it was like, "Jesus, the lights went off." Yeah. I was like, "What? Everything's went off." I, I felt like I could see again. I felt like the lights came on. <laughs> I felt like I could think. So sorry, in ear monitors. Those. What were you saying? Um, I can't remember. I can't remember either. You were um, saying, in your mon- "Oh yeah, in ear monitors are just um, they're essential." when you're doing the sort of gigs with like music yeah, all, the, yeah. all, all the other background yeah but it, I suppose it's because everybody is on a click on a click track so everybody yeah. needs to be kept in time, in time. Yeah, yeah, yeah in time yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. and you can't be having a click blaring out the front of the house yeah, if, if you if you do that in a professional setting you get you literally get fired <laughs> <laughs> well, put, the, put the click out the front yeah. so the click is click is like the beat that yeah. everyone keeps the, in their in-ear monitors so yeah. it's like it's it, it never fails like it's it's yeah. it's perfect yeah, yeah. Mm. um and that so click track isn't just a a click it can be it can have cues yeah yeah so in Do the shows that i build um i've recorded like i've made a little um think of it almost like a a drum racky kind yeah. of thing like a sampler thing but i can program in when i'm building up the shows uh sections so uh-huh. if the click track's going and then at the end of a section you'll have me going one Two, three, really? four in your ears. Yeah, yeah. Like, like you like, talking. Could, could you have yeah. like, all right now, lad, it's the back of vocals going, here you go. I was, in a, okay. <laughs> I, was uh, I was in a band before and one of the lads did that where he was like, right, so the chorus is coming up there now, mate. <laughs> You're he? up there now. Three, two, Is that not one, really off-putting? Go. Yeah, it's so off-putting. Yeah. But the whole band on stage is laughing and the whole crowd's like, this is a really sad song. Why is everyone, why is everyone laughing? <laughs> I hurt myself today. That's brilliant. <laughs> um, do, but like, does that not put you off then if you hear somebody counting in your in your ear? Like, I think it takes a bit of getting used to if you've never done it before. But yeah. when you start doing it, it's like, it's nice. Yeah, yeah. yeah. But I, it gets I, very I comfortable. Let's say if you were doing a big show where there's like fucking backing dancers and all this stuff, could people say, oh, like, dancers are coming forward now you go here you do like exactly yeah like <laughs> you, well, you like, start dancing I <laughs> <laughs> get, 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 get you up front there now get you up front and throw yourself <laughs> around the place get them tap shoes on you give me a did you have you played with people with, that had like cues in the click yeah I did a gig before where I didn't have time to rehearse so I needed all of the cues because we were doing songs that I'd never played yeah oh was so, that that song where they got the other drummer no. Gig, no. <laughs> no. No, I actually didn't fuck this one up. <laughs> I just wanted to remind you of that. Thanks, man. Thanks. Uh, no, it was a gig with um, Stephanie Rainey and Gary Keane, who's her regular drummer. He put in all the cues. What and it was, it was pretty much that kind of thing without the jokey voice. But he was like, yeah, chorus is coming up. And then he'd count you in. And then he's like, break down, drums out. That you must know. be so handy. 
It's great. You can't you like you can't mess it up. Yeah. Because yeah. you're on the click and then all of these cues just something. Yeah. Foolproof. You, you got this, man. <laughs> <laughs> I believe yeah, in you. Yeah. <laughs> just like a, yeah. you're, you're about to start the gate, you're gonna kill it, man. Don't yeah. you worry. Um, Gary, Gary is that kind of man that will he, give you that little like, oh, I like that. you're gonna nail this man. <laughs> I like that. Shout out up. Gary, he's a great lad. Great yeah. man. I've never met him. Uh, he's, he's great. He's a good lad. Never yeah. met him. Swiss um, Army Gary. What? Swiss Army Gary. Why do they call him that? I call him that because he does everything. Oh, everything. Yeah. Like a Swiss Army knife. He'll hold your hand and he'll make you tea. And Cut your fingernails. <laughs> Cut your fingernails. <laughs> Swiss Army. Um, and do they have, do they have, or when you're playing, do you have like on stage vocal mics for each other? Or like you, if you talk into it, only the people on the stage can hear it. That's a, that's a good question actually because I know we were kind of joking about it there about words of encouragement into the microphone. Yeah. But if you're on stage, uh, I do that. Um, I've got like a switchable Oh. Um, mic in front of me that are to the side and you just like can click it on and it's yeah. only going to the in-ears of the power so to everybody <laughs> yeah, 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 the yeah. power that you have yeah <laughs> imagine imagine middle of a gig fuck you <laughs> <laughs> what who said that hey so, Rob play the, play the right chords <laughs> <laughs> he said that to me before um, and is that like do you use that often then like or would it just be for a case of like it's in case something goes wrong or something yeah it's kind of like Basically, when you're on in your monitors and you try to communicate with someone on stage, they won't be able to hear you. Mm. Yeah. So it's a means of communication okay. on stage. You use it extensively in sound check, uh, rehearsals, um, yeah, and a gig if you need to. Yeah. Didn't didn't we use in ears for a gig one time? And I had one of those mics on stage. Did you? Do you remember that? I vaguely. Do you remember, remember that? Remember you talking about that? Yeah. <laughs> Do you remember? I might have been on the gig actually. No. Yeah. Oh yeah, because we all, why did we have them again? That does ring a bell. We had them for, so I think we tried them one night, didn't we? Oh, yeah. it was the Clarny Grand. It was. The oh, it was the Clarny yeah, Grand. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And we all had in-ears on and it was the weirdest experience ever because we don't use them. And <laughs> there was one mic on stage where if I spoke into it like that, only the only the band could hear it. So during the gig, I'd be like, hey, yeah, hey. <laughs> How are you getting on? Hey, we're going to play another song now. And we'd all be in the stitches on the stage and everyone would be like, what the fuck are they laughing at? Just be me acting the maggot. like. Um, so musical directing has led you in, like when you got to London, did you fall straight into that? Or um, did you have to like work your way to there? Or did I, you have a contact before you went or whatever? Um, I feel very fortunate that I met a lot of great people very fast yeah. over there. Um what I've really learned about London is it's actually a lot smaller than you think, especially yeah. in the music yeah. world. You know, it's like Cork, you know, everyone knows each other. Yeah, yeah. Uh, it's the same in London. Um, and it's really nice because there's like a bit of a... Nice people community, as well. You know? yeah. Really nice people yeah. there. People are like rooting for each other, looking out for each other. Yeah. I, I suppose I kind of had in my head this idea that it was this big scary place where everyone's like fighting for <laughs> gigs and... Yeah. And like, yes, there's a bit of healthy competition, but... But that's good. It's you need that. Yeah. Healthy yeah, being the word, like, yeah. Well, exactly, because it drives people forward and, yeah. you know, get better and stuff. But, um, yeah, when I got there, um, I suppose the first the first man I'll shout out is my old housemate. It was a lad called Peter Danes. Mm. Um, he is the music great director. Name. It's a great name. Yeah, Peter Danes. <laughs> Peter Danes. Peter Danes. Peter Danes. <laughs> um, he was the music director for Orla Gartland. Oh, yeah. Another amazing yes. Irish artist. Um, and Dodie. She's a massive artist. Oh, yeah. Um, Dodie. Dodie had a... <laughs> Dodie. <laughs> um, sorry, sorry Dodie, massive, if you uh, hear this. <laughs> um, yeah, she's she's amazing. She She's a massive artist as well. So he's worked with those. Uh, he worked with those two artists and um, straight away, living with another music director. Yeah. We were just around... I was around someone who... Yeah. You just got it dropped into the pot, like, boom. Yeah. 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 And it was just great to, like, have somebody you could, like, you know, yeah. uh, get ideas off or, or uh, get feedback, off, like, bounce, yeah. yeah, bounce ideas off and stuff. Um, one of the first things I did over was um, Orla Gartland was prepping for her live shows in the summer for the festivals in 2021. And Pete asked me to come in and do some guitar tone work mm. with her. So um, this is another thing. Uh, nearly every band over in or every pop act over in the UK are using like digital amp modelers instead of real amps okay. on stage. Well, so is, that, is that just easy use and handier to hang, fucking hang throw on a van? What's a digital amp monitor instead of a, a normal amp? Is this Nile Rogers' job? 
Kenny Rogers. Uh, Kenny Rogers. <laughs> <laughs> Is this Roger Waters' job? What's 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 that? So like. Um, an example product, if anybody wanted to Google one, is a, a Line 6 Helix. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. So... Oh, are you talking, instead of using, like, a normal guitar pedal, you'd use, like, ones that you could load sounds into? Exactly, yeah. Okay, right. So, yeah, like, yeah. it's a unit, it's on the floor, plug your guitar in, and then, instead of going to an amplifier, yeah. you go directly to the front house. Yeah, Ooh, but right. it's got all the amplifiers built into, like, exactly. so, sounds okay. like, and you pick, oh, I want it to sound like this one. Yeah, yeah. You're, yeah, like, yeah. you're like, oh, I want this to be a Marshall, I want yeah. this to be a Fender, or whatever, you, you know, yeah. you can dial all that stuff. It's in. like having a laptop instead of a typewriter. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, you you yeah. got it, Rob. I got it one day. <laughs> Funny thing, I only own a typewriter. <laughs> yeah, so that's that's used over there a lot. Because you yeah, use one yeah. of those, don't you? I do. Yeah, um, I use a Helix myself. Um, but what they've done is they've kind of revolutionised the way live music is performed. Mm. So, like, if you're on stage and you've got a big guitar amp behind you, yeah. you have to carry that. Yeah, you have yeah. to mic mm. it up. It's loud. It's going to blow the ears off the fir That's first okay, two rows of the yeah. the audience, you know. Yeah. Um, or if, if you have an amp monitor, you just throw it on the floor. It's silent. Just goes to the inner monitors. Inner monitors yeah. The important thing is you can create sounds, lots of different sounds on it. Mm. Okay. So what I've kind of managed to do is like make up this job uh, <laughs> where I, I've, I've worked with people creating their guitar tones for their live shows. Class. So I suppose it's kind of related to MDing or music directing as well where you're taking the, the record and trying to replicate it live. Mm -hmm. um, I will go in to a rehearsal or I'll prep it beforehand where you dial in the tones to sound like perfect for that moment of a song or that section, you know. Um, and I did that, excuse me, I did that for Orla for her festival shows. Class. Can you imagine making your guitar sound whatever way you want it to sound? Can you make it sound like drums? Can you make a sound? Can you make my drums sound good? <laughs> I'm sure he could. Um, like make it sound like drums, not make yeah. your drums sound good. Your drums sound good. I know, yeah. <laughs> you looked at me there with daggers like, what? <laughs> I tell you why I actually did that was because I was farting. <laughs> I was farting while I was looking at you. Why'd you look at me? I don't know. Because you always hear when I fart, so I assumed you'd hear. <laughs> the headphones on me. I you fart. Um, but like... But that's class. That's, but that's super neat. Yeah, super like, neat. Like that doesn't even sound like a real job. Yeah, but <laughs> it's like a great skill. It's like yeah, I've got that in the backpack. Boom! Anybody else wants that? I fucking yeah, take yeah. that off the box. I can do that shit. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And I'm, like from there, did it lead on to meeting other people? Or like, yeah, look, you need to meet Shawnee boy. He's the fucking geezer for that. Yeah, <laughs> just like that over in London. Yeah, he's shiny boy. He's, he's the only buck who can do that kind of stuff. He's not a fucking geezer. I know this fucking lad. He's fucking Surely. brilliant. He is. He's like a pro, curry. <laughs> so, like, is there anybody else in London that you know of that does that? Oh, uh, yeah, a good few people. Are there? Yeah. Because there's nobody. Um, there's, I don't know of anybody in Cork who does that or anybody in. I don't know of anybody yeah. else who does that. Yeah. Back in the day, or well, it's not really even back in the day, like 10, 20 years ago. Yeah. When Justin um, was 28. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> back in my day. <laughs> Sorry, um, Justin. MDs used to like do a lot of that programming, creating sound stuff on keyboards. So keyboards were like, that was like the first pop instrument or modern yeah. instrument that was like digitized. If you yeah, yeah, yeah. Because yeah, yeah. you, you usually just have like guitars and... Mm. Well, like, you're not going to tour a grand piano you're going no, to tour not. an art stage yeah. two or three yeah, yeah, you know yeah. so they did unless piano. you're Tom O'Dell then you can yeah. tour <laughs> unless you can afford it yeah. <laughs> but um, yeah like those instruments allowed you to dial in sounds and stuff Yeah. so that was always a thing that people did for live shows but I, can, I suppose I kind of saw an opportunity in a way um, with the, the amp modeler thing yeah. the guitar mm. stuff that's a relatively new product yeah. in a, in yeah. a, in a mm. sense um, and people weren't really doing that as much. Mm. So, yeah, kind of yeah. kind of made up a job. You grabbed yeah. that bull by the horns, like. And so <laughs> where has it grown to now? And, like, what sort of people are you involved with? And, like, what what's happening now? Well, I know for a period, like, you were uh, flying back to be with us. Yeah. Every odd weekend or sort of. Yeah, yeah. Um, but you were out there doing all other stuff. What what else you been at? Um I suppose, yeah, I've, I've done a lot of music directing mm. in the last year and a bit. So in 2021, after the Orla Garten thing, uh, the first gig I got um, that really kind of got me on the road to doing more of it yeah. was with um, Keen to Crow. 
yes. the Irish lad, the Cork lad. Cork lad. Um, yep. So, and it was really fun actually because I got the call three days before the tour. So it was yeah. a last minute because it was a support slot. Usually support slots are quite, they can be last minute mm. sometimes. Mm. So That's fairly last minute. It's fairly last yeah. minute. That's a lot of fucking work in three yeah. days. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, I exaggerate a bit. It was, I think it was five days before the tour, but we had three days of rehearsals yeah. beforehand. Okay, yeah. To get it done. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I basically had five days to like get together at show, put uh-huh. together a band and mm. get it down the road. Fuck. Uh, m- musically anyway. <laughs> is, it, is it all our heads? <laughs> Fuck. Shit. Ah, Jesus. Um, I'd have said no. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, that, that was really fun because it was like my first time playing some some large venues. Yeah. Um and made loads of mistakes. I like, thought you were gonna say money. <laughs> <laughs> made loads of cash. Kinda hoping you'd money. say money. <laughs> made loads but of money. Look, I'd say making all the mistakes is fucking that's where you learn. Hundred yeah. percent. Yeah. No, like I'm still really proud of the show. I think it was a, a good show. Mm. But but it was like, you know, there are things that you learn then you're like, oh do you know what I'll do that a little differently yeah, next yeah, time. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And I'm very lucky that I'm still working with Keane. So yeah. we, we've got a tour coming up uh this year as well. But um, I worked with him last year too on two mm. different tours. Um, we supported Ella Henderson in nice. the UK. Mm-hmm. That was a really fun tour. Um, Keen had his own headline tour as well. So I was music director for him, not playing, so mm. external MDing. Mm-hmm. Um, That's off the stage. That's <laughs> off the stage. <laughs> um, then I worked with another band called Tommy Lafroy. They're really fun. Big shout out to Tommy Lafroy, bunch of legends. <laughs> Bunch of legends. Bunch of legends. Um, and what what kind of venue size are we talking now? Like, where can you name any of the venues? Yeah, name, that you did? name the venues. Come on, <laughs> name them all. No messing here. Um, on the first Keyin tour, we did the Hammersmith Apollo in London. That was fun. That yeah. was absolutely nice. terrifying. Leave yeah. that. Leave all right. Um, the the Tommy tour, the Tommy Defroy tour. That was amazing. That was supporting Sigrid um, on her no. UK tour. Where? No messing. We. We did a range of venues. Um, like the first venue was in Liverpool in the University Hall. So that was like, mm-hmm. like I think it was like 1,500, 2,000 people. Sweet Jesus. And then it kept getting bigger every night all the way up to the final night. Yeah. Unreal. Where is that? Which, which was? Was, was in Wembley Arena. Wembley <laughs> Arena! Shut it, boy. Every gig's Wembley, boy. Shut I, wanted, boy. I just wanted you to shut up and say Wembley as soon as you started. <laughs> Wembley. Shawnee has done Wembley. Unbelievable. That was a scary, scary day. I don't yeah. care who you are or what you're doing. If you haven't stepped foot in Wembley, you can't criticise Sean. <laughs> yeah. If you Fact. think you can, Fact. shut up. <laughs> Wembley, that must have been nuts. And you were you good. were playing as well with them, weren't you? You were on stage. Yeah, I was playing with, with them. Um, was it bass? So I was playing bass on yeah. that one. Yeah. Um, well, trying to anyway. <laughs> no, you weren't trying to. You There's were no trying. There's you're no playing. trying if you're in yeah. Wembley. You if you're in Wembley playing yeah. bass, you're not trying. Yeah. You're, you're, yes. If there's grass in the pitch, you're playing bass. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and like, uh, like for a tour, like, like, what's the logistics? How are you getting around for it? What's going on behind the scenes? Like, So for that tour, we were in a, uh, I keep getting these mixed up. It's either a splitter or a sprinter, or it might be both. A sprinter. Yeah. A splinter. 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 Yeah. Splinter. <laughs> You're in a, You're a man a, out of the turtles. A splinter. It was just a load of lads in a van. A Mercedes Sprinter. All the, all the gang in the van. And yeah, that's what it is actually. A Mercedes Sprinter. Yeah. 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 It's like yeah. half people, half gear yeah. in the back. Um, so yeah. It's, um, it's like an Isaac King. <laughs> you make it sound like it's something out of the Flintstones. Like <laughs> half people. It's just the. You're just all running. <laughs> it's just a crew cab van. That is half. Uh, yeah. Paired by eight legs. The feet are at the back. And. <laughs> It runs off. A couple of wheels at the front and, uh, <laughs> and the drummer's set up in the back. So you were you were touring around in that? Yeah. So hotels and... Touring, yeah. Uh, going up and down the van and hotels. Yeah? Yeah. Nice. Shout, out, uh, shout out to Premier Inn. Premier Inn, yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, and Wembley, was there a lot of pressure? There, there was and there wasn't. I think of all the shows I've done so far, I, I think I'm proudest of that show. As you should be. Because mm. we built it to be like really efficient. Yeah. Mm. Um, it was like, you know, it, playing those venues is a big, uh, it's a big opportunity, but it's also a big challenge. You know, mm. yeah. There's a lot of factors to to consider, and um, there's a lot of people watching, so yeah. you don't want something to go wrong. Um, but I built it 
with uh, a good buddy of mine, Adam Rowley. He was our tour manager. Big shout and, out to uh, Adam Rowley as well. He's a big legend. Lovely guy. Um, you'll meet him now over in the... <laughs> <laughs> Lovely guy. Um, but he was the tour manager and the front house engineer for the, the Tommy Lefroy tour. Yeah. So, and he was the driver. So a big role for him. Um, but he... Um, Dri- driving. <laughs> driving, yeah. Uh, he did an awful lot. Um, but he... We built the show kind of together, in a sense. Like, I built it all musically, but we kind of pulled together with the gear. So he yeah. hired a certain desk that we used, and that facilitated me being able to do certain things. So yeah. Yeah. Uh, it, was, it was a great team effort from everyone. Um, so I have no idea where, where we're going with this point. <laughs> how, how, how do you prepare for, for like, a venue of that size? Because oh, yeah. you were saying earlier that you kind of, you take into account the capacity and yeah. how many people can fit in. So does, like, do the levels and, like, the volume of everything, does that change? Does it? Um, it changes from the front of house perspective. But for me, what I needed to do for that is I knew we were playing, la- like, medium to large venues. Yeah. So I think when you go above, like, a 1,000, 2,000 cap room, you're going to be have a fairly consistent playing field when it comes to stages and gear and stuff. Yeah. Same, same, like... Yeah, are it's you are you using the, the same? You go. Like, is it just? It's like a preset. You just not like a preset, but like, regardless of the size of venue, is it all the same tea on stage? And then front of house is, does does their thing. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Okay. So, so like, the like the gear that we used actually from the front of house perspective. Um, the the reason we did it is it allowed us to basically um, plug in every night with the help of local crew, which is amazing. Yeah. That's a luxury that you really get in larger venues. Mm. Um, we prepped this like patch sheet with our stage boxes. So the stage boxes for anyone who doesn't know is like where you plug in all of the cables on stage. Mm. So you don't have um, to go back to the desk. and Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Well, in, in rooms like this, you, the front house desk might be like in the middle 100 of the, meters yeah. away. Yeah, yeah, like yeah, they're yeah. really, really big. You're not going to be running XLRs um, down to that, yeah. Oh, <laughs> down to the halfway line. What channel is it going to? But what it allowed us to do is like we labeled everything and gave this sheet of a patch list to the local crew and they're like, if you could just plug those in for us, we'd be off, yeah. we'd be gone. Yeah. And it meant for us as a support band, we were given, now Sigurd's team were absolutely amazing and they gave us a lot of time, which was, which was great. They were very efficient themselves. But usually you're not given a lot of time to actually set up and yeah. plug in. I played a gig once um, in a fairly large venue. I won't say what show it was, but we were given 15 minutes to what? set up. Sound check. Sound check. Like, get on stage, go. get off stage before yeah. people came in. Yeah, yeah. But what's, like, sh- yeah. did you not go, what the fuck? Yeah, no, here, I, but you, you uh, it's, it's, it's I, how, yeah. I remember yeah. times on the road, we turned up and, like, uh, we didn't even get a sound check. It was yeah. like, lads, we don't have time. So yeah. the the band, the main band are sound checking, you're just going on the fly. Yeah. So yeah. get the fuck on and do yeah, it. Yeah, yeah. Shut up. Because yeah. you're the sport act. It's just like. It's not your show. Yeah. I remember actually playing one show where we went on, um, and the curtains opened. We we were there. And we were like plugging shit in. We're also like, yeah, whatever. And I was talking to people after the show, and we're like, oh, we thought you were the roadies just sound checking everything. Yeah. And then it was like, <laughs> God damn, you didn't do a song. It's like, fuck these these roadies are good. <laughs> these roadies can jam. These are good roadies. They're all on the same road. Yeah. But I think I think that's a good lesson though, is to like as a support act is to be as efficient as you can be. Like mm-hmm. that's for you to have the patch list mm-hmm. and hand it to them and be like, right, look. Let's get this done as quickly as possible. Yeah, that's where the yeah. work pays off. I like. think whether you have 15 minutes or you have an hour as a support act, I think you need to be that efficient. You need yeah, to totally. have... Show must go on. All so of that. Be yeah. prepared. Yeah, yeah exactly. Totally, yeah. totally. And yeah, having that gear facilitated us being set up basically in 10 minutes. Yeah. Are you have like, five minutes to spare? <laughs> five minutes to spare. <laughs> time. time to go to the toilet before the door's open. Um, but yeah, that, that really helped. And then just like building the gear into like cases where you just like you basically just roll the case on stage, take off the doors, and it's us all. The efficiency is yeah. ridiculous, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. That's mad. Like, and like, um, so what's next? Where do you go? What, what, like, what's, what's the plan? What's, what's in the future? What's the plan? Where do you, like? Um, this year is going to be really fun. Um, uh, aside from the music directing thing, I'm working, it's actually a, kind of a cool full circle moment because I was talking about making those guitar sounds. For, You're coming home. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> moving home. <laughs> um, I was talking about making those guitar sounds for that Line 6 thing. So I'm very lucky that I'm actually working with Line 6 now Class. as well. So, um, 
doing a bit with their gear and showing showing a few bits off and stuff. It's yeah. is really that the nice. stuff that you were doing in the the guitar centers? Yeah, yeah. yeah. So you're basically like uh, a rep, a, a rep, like a, yeah, product specialist. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So that's kind of fun. That sounds better. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Sounds great. Specialist. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. What's nice about it is like it's it's related to music and it is music, but it's it's like a different type of job so it's a yeah. nice balance yeah. to have because when you're touring that is madness you yeah know, it's mm. like it's nice to have something that actually balances it out a bit i'd say touring does yeah. take its toll and so mm. what happens with that job is you you're on the road going around different music shops guitar centers or whatever and you're like just doing demos demo days yeah you you do demo days for the public if they're coming in um answer any questions uh, the staff in the stores yeah. as well you can kind of train oh, yeah, them yeah, up train on them, products yeah. and stuff um so that's really fun uh-huh. um Shout out Line Six. They've they've had my back on stage, so it's a, it's a pleasure to be working with the <laughs> gear. You know, nice. as a result, Sean has had our back on yeah. stage. <laughs> yeah, killing it. Yeah, that, but that, that's like another suit. I never knew that job existed either. Like, yeah. Yeah. Jesus. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, and is on your so you have a YouTube channel as well. <laughs> yeah, you do you do a lot of that kind of stuff. Yeah, I, I think that's how it started. Um, oh yeah, because during lockdown, you got really into that, didn't you? Yeah, I I was actually thinking about this the other day. I I honestly believe that I don't think I'd have the opportunities I've had in the last two years if I hadn't done YouTube videos. Yeah. Well, uh, which is a bit crazy, but yeah, the, yeah, I started doing, I started just before the pandemic in 2019. I was like, you know what, I'll make a few YouTube videos, see what happens, be, be a bit of crack. Um, and then COVID hit and then we lost all of our gigs and <laughs> you know, the world ended for a while. So I kind of like, Shawnee. I kind of kept you, going. YouTube videos were all that was left then. Yeah. yeah. yeah not <laughs> for Shawnee. What, what is the YouTube channel? Uh, it's just my name, Sean Murray. Sean Murray. Yeah, Sean that's Murray. that's as good as the, what what else you need, yeah, yeah. Sean Murray. <laughs> um, um, but yeah, I I, I kind of stopped. Well, I didn't stop like deliberately, but when I moved over to London, then I I suppose I didn't have the time. Yeah, like, I've never seen call, a man work so constantly than Sean, <laughs> ne- like yeah. ever. What yeah. was the time? Was it when when I went over to you in London? And we were just going out for a few points and he was like, just give me like half an hour there. Went in and just fucking made something for the company he was working with. And he was like, yeah, no, I'm good to go there now. I was like, did you just do some work? He was like, yeah, yeah. All right, okay. I just took me half an hour to do my hair and he fucking did a load of work in it. Like. But like, never if, ends. I've never seen a man, like, it's it sounds like, if you're wondering how Sean got to where he is, it's because he worked non-stop. It's a fact, yeah. Non-stop. Yeah, like it's, yeah. it was... What eight years ago when you and I were first in a band, and every time I've seen you since, you've you've been on the phone, you've been on the laptop, you've yeah. been on a keyboard, a bass, a guitar. Yeah. There's always something. There's always another job that you're doing, but you're still doing the job at hand, yeah, to the highest level. Yeah, and you're you're like you're doing yeah. three jobs at once. Even on the way down to Killarney for that gig, that's like yeah. he was sat in the back of the car with his headphones on, just <laughs> mixing something. He was like, yeah. I yeah. I just need to do an hour of work here. <laughs> And I yeah. everyone again be like, "Lads, sorry, then we're not talking to you." Like, yeah, yeah. But it's it. I think it's it's just. I don't know. It's just a great thing to see. And I think, have you seen that Kobe Bryant when he's talking about how he got to the level he got to? It's like when everyone else is sleeping, I was up yeah. and I was practicing. Yeah, and working. I think that's the yeah. thing. When everyone else is sleeping, Shawnee boy's on the laptop yeah. and he's getting shit done. Yeah, well, I'd say you're probably at the place now where you have the opportunity to say no to bits of work and like you've plenty plenty coming in you get to pick nice things that you yeah, know, yeah you want to do yeah that's a very fortunate position to be in yeah. um i think when you're living in london with the kind of cost and craziness of it I, I still think i'm not at a point where i can say no to everything yeah yeah mm-hmm. but um what i really want to strive for going forward and i think it's quite important for anyone who works in music is um you got to have some sort of balance yeah yeah and saying no is actually a good thing yeah. Sometimes, you yeah. know, yeah. Um, there's no point. I've, I've certainly, I'm guilty of it, but there's no point in saying yes to everything if you can't do it. Yeah, yeah, you yeah. Know? yeah. Um, because something will inevitably go and be compromised. Yeah. 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 yeah, for sure, yeah. for sure. Just, um, yeah, like I'm, I say no more than I say yes. <laughs> <laughs> so if people want to see this live show that you're piecing together, where can they find you? Um, on the On the interwebs. No, like a live live gigs. Oh yeah, um, what you got going on? So the the big one uh, coming up is Keen Crow. We're working on his live show. Um, he's doing a EU, UK, and Ireland tour. Nice. So all the way from mid February to the first week of April. Um, so 
we're starting to build that now. Um, that's going to be my one of my main kind of like jobs over the next month and a half before rehearsals start. Um, and that's going to be really fun. We're doing, especially the Europe dates, although it's a shame we can't bring the full band to the Europe dates, but for those of it is, doing, yeah. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I'd like to see Europe. <laughs> Can we mention that? Asher. Ah, yeah. Ah, okay. So, uh, so we're, I'll be on that tour too. Yeah, so Fiona, Fiona's the drummer for that for that tour. It's an absolute pleasure. So, Big full circle moment for Fiona yeah, yeah. and the same gig. Nice. So, um, yeah, that'd be great. So, I'm going to go to one of the gigs. Yeah. <laughs> just one. Just so, one. Is there a couple of Irish dates then? I'm yeah, sure. there's a load. Um, there's two nights in the Academy in Dublin, mm-hmm. uh, two nights in Cypress Avenue in Cork. Class. And then there's a couple of smaller venues. There's the Monroe's in Galway. The Dolan's Warehouse, although that's a big venue as well, I think, the, the warehouse big, one. Yeah. Um, um, is it a warehouse, like? <laughs> it's pretty <laughs> big if it's a warehouse. <laughs> big enough. Uh, Killarney, I think, as well. Killarney yeah. in the, the INEC Club. Oh, um, nice. That's the Set Theatre in Kilkenny, there's loads, there's loads of cool ones. Belfast as well, um, mm. so it'll be fun. Um, yeah, there's a load of Irish days, and in fairness to Keen, all sold out. Every single day, no the whole tour is sold out. Jeez, nice. already everyone. Oh, you're so yeah, okay. you can't actually go and see him. Then. So yeah, <laughs> if you have oh, yeah. tickets, so, wrong <laughs> answer, Sean. That's where people can't go to see it. I think gone. <laughs> I think people heard that Sean and Fiona were on the tour, so they just bought all the tickets. <laughs> um, no, so where can we find more info on you and your projects and what's going on and all the social media shit and all that? Um, <laughs> on the interwebs, <laughs> yeah. Um, Instagram, I suppose, is the social I'm the most active on. Yeah. Um, what is it? Sean Murray Guitar. Very Sean original Murray name. Guitar. Nice. <laughs> cool. nice. Um, YouTube has a lot of my old older stuff. Well, last year and the year before stuff. Um, but I'm actually hoping to get, really get back into that this year. Cool. So Class. the YouTube channel as well. Um, yeah, I think just Instagram and yeah. YouTube really. Instagram is there's too many social great. medias to be to be to be on all of them. Mm. Yeah. <laughs> Sweet. Yeah. And I'm sure um, we'll definitely have you back on here again anyway. Absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah. I'd love to. Yeah. Pleasure. Yeah. Pleasure. Yeah. We're only scratching the surface here with this. Like, yeah. first, first guest. First guest. Oh, Sean, what a man. It's an absolute pleasure. So man. I'll, so man. I love you to, to bits. <laughs> <laughs> that's all we wanted. That's all we wanted. It took you an hour to say that. It took that's you an hour to say that. The only that. reason you're here and it's the only thing If we you wanted. came in and said, lads, I love you to bits, we'd be like, right, we'll leave it there. Hello. <laughs> <laughs> Well, yeah, thanks, Sean. Nice and, one. Cheers, um, Take care of Fionn when he goes over, will you? I will. For God's thanks, sake. Man. Thanks, man. Yeah, we'll, we'll look after you. Buy me tasty day. coffee. Um, <laughs> and we'll be over. We'll be over a lot. Yeah, I'll be here. We'll be over and back. Yeah. Sure, we'll maybe get a wee London podcast going someday. Sure, we might sure. Have to yeah, sure, just in early as his travel card. So we're sorted. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry. Uh, I I take the piss out of Justin too much. Um, but yeah, we hope you enjoyed it. Sean, thanks for thanks for joining us today. Cheers for having me. And um, yeah, nice one. Catch up. Yeah, we'll see you soon. Thanks for listening. Say bye, 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 b